you know, they're curious what it's going to be like themselves. But once we take off right on takeoff, as soon as you get airborne, you know, I'm, I'm having to turn down the volume of my headset because I hear that. One of the best ways to truly take everyone. in the beauty of Hawaii is by air. And that's what Kona Coast by air is all about. That's Brandon Blaylock. He's a pilot at Kona Coast. And in this episode, we talk a lot about Brandon's journey in operating Kona Coast by Air, but also we get to hear more personally about his passion for flying and what led him to the big island of Hawaii. I had a lot of fun talking with Brandon and I can't wait for you to hear the rest of this episode. So stay tuned. Let's cue that intro. Aloha. Welcome to Hawaii's Best Podcast. Learn the stories behind Hawaii's best experiences, influencers, and businesses. Discover everything that makes Hawaii the Aloha State. And now your host, Brian Murphy. Aloha and welcome to another episode of Hawaii's Best. You got episode 12. And if you are just joining us, you just found this um, this series, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other people that we've had a chance to interview and get to know. Hawaii's Best is simply all about featuring the best from Hawaii and really the heart of Hawaii's Best is featuring the people of Hawaii. And that's why we exist. That's what fuels my passion with Hawaii's Best. We get to hear the stories behind some of these amazing brands and behind some of these experiences and these influencers. So I hope you're enjoying it. If you are, uh, just drop a review. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. I also would love to hear from you. You can you can DM me on Instagram at hawaiis.best. And if there are any other, if there's any companies that you think we should bring on to the, the podcast, I'd love to hear some of your suggestions. Well, anyways, I'm just glad you're here and thank you so much for your valuable time. So let's go ahead and go back to Brandon and let's talk story with him on Hawaii's Best. All right, Brandon, thanks again for joining us today on this episode of Hawaii's Best. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How are you doing? What, what are you up to? Doing good. Uh, out here on the big island on the Kona side, taking off this week from flying, actually. It's inspection time. So just wrapped up a busy holiday season. Uh, lots of flights, lots of whales and dolphins and manta rays, things like that being seen from the air. So I'm um, not flying this week, like I said. We'll be doing uh, the 100-hour inspections, which are required of aircraft that uh, lessons are taught in down at the hangar, Kona International Airport. Got a couple of them hangered down there. Right now, just um, taking advantage of the beautiful, clear views we've got and nice, smooth air to fly in. Although the last uh, in the last couple of weeks, we've had a little bit of wind that's uh, caused me to postpone a few flights. Mother nature always dictates, you know, whether you go up or not. Right. The inspections, is that something that is like, how frequent are those for you? Uh, they have to be done. Uh, an annual inspection has to be done in addition to every 100 operating hours. Okay. You've got something called a Hobbs meter on the, your control panel. And anytime the key's turned on, it's just clicking away time. So every 100 operating hours, you got to go through the, the inspection process. Kona Coast by Air, that's something that you've been doing for a little while. Maybe tell us a little bit about how that started and where that vision came from. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, I've never really, uh, wasn't one of those people who had a passion for flying, you know, growing up and couldn't wait to, you know, obtain a pilot certificate. 
Uh, I'm an engineer by degree. So a lot of folks I worked with, you know, were pilots and uh, tried to convince me that that was a fun thing to do. And it just never really struck me as, you know, something I was really interested in obtaining. But I was working overseas and uh, working on a 30 on 30 off type rotation. So I had a lot of free time. So I was trying to figure out ways I could utilize that time, you know, to learn something that couldn't be taken away from me. I was kicking around welding, diesel mechanics, you know, aviation, all sorts of things. And I settled on getting my pilot certificate. So I was taking, um, you know, flying little Cessnas and I had made it to where I'd soloed about half a dozen times. And was ho- I was planning a vacation to Maui and Kauai. My kids were coming. My mom was coming. Uh, I wanted to be able to get my pilot certificate so I could rent a plane and open up the rest of the state. Just, you know, not knowing how often we'd get to come over here. I was wanting to see it all. Well, I didn't get to that point. I had just gotten to where I was soloing. So I wasn't able to rent a Cessna getting over here. But I found a rack card for a powered hang gliding uh, activity on the island of Kauai. So I took it scheduled a flight couldn't get anybody else in my party to to go with me they thought i was crazy for doing it <laughs> it was too early because i was wanting to do a sunrise flight and we were an hour or so away from where the activity took place so i went by myself and just fell in love with it and that's when i sort of i guess you'd say developed a passion for flying because that's all i've flown ever since then you know it's just just a great feeling much different yeah. than being boxed in like a cessna or something okay how long ago was that 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 all this uh, about six years ago. Okay. Now, yeah. now this is for, for me, just as kind of like a personal passion. I'm just curious just on getting licensed as a pilot. What was that process? Like, cause that's something I randomly have this dream to, to do that. And what was yeah. that process like? And maybe walk me through a little bit of that. Sure. Well, it's going to be dependent upon how much time you can give to it. So, you know, if you're flying once a month or a couple times a month, then it's going to take longer, obviously. Right. And you're not going to be able to retain the skills, you know, the things that you need to do and know um, quite as easily. I was fortunate in that, you know, having 30 days off at a time with this particular job that I was flying, you know, every day that Mother Nature allowed. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do it one day after the other, you know, continuously and really, um, you know, cement in the, things that I needed to know how the aircraft operated and type of, you know, flying conditions, you know, to feel comfortable in that sort of thing. Okay. Now you've been on the big Island for six years, you said? No, three oh, years, you, oh, three on, years. And on and on. Gotcha. When did the, this, this business kind of take shape and where did that start? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, after getting that passion for flying, yeah. I guess, then, um, you know, the guy that I flew with, uh, he said he was getting ready to retire. He was going to go do some gig for the Discovery Channel in the Galapagos Islands, you know, with his powered hang glider. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, who gets these types of jobs? You know, that, that's what I'm interested in. Like, yeah. how can I do this? Like, who's taking over? Do you have a son, a friend, a business partner? <laughs> He's like, no, go learn how to, you know, fly one, become a flight instructor, and you can do it. I'm like, well, tell me what I have to do because yeah. that's what I'm doing. He's like, yeah, I hear that every day. I said, no, dude, that's, I want to do this. Yeah. So whenever I got back to the mainland, then uh, he turned me on to an instructor. And I, I spent, you know, as much time as I could out there with him, obtained my sport pilot certificate, bought a trike, and, um, you know, just accumulated hours as often as I could. 
until I got to the point that I was able to start training to become a flight instructor. And that's whenever I started coming out to the islands and checking out, well, this Kauai really where I want to be doing the poly coast is beautiful, but it also creates some, uh, some wind conditions that, you know, might not be suitable for someone who's first starting out to fly. So I started looking at Kauai and North shore at Dillingham on Oahu, Maui, and I settled on the big island. Well, I shouldn't say settled. I chose the big island. Yeah. It just sort of fit all the needs that, that I was looking for. Ease into the uh, business and just the vibe that's here, all the outdoor activities that are available, just the the whole aura of the big island I really liked. I'm, I'm curious because a powered hang glider is kind of like a... I don't know if you will maybe forgive me if this is a, a wrong kind of analogy, but kind of like a motorcycle in the sky. I use that analogy all the time. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay. And I'm curious, I can only imagine, I I haven't been on a powered hang glider, but I can only imagine the perspective and especially on the big island where so many locations you can't really go to by foot. Talk to me a little bit about what perspective uh, you can expect up in the air on the big island. Yeah, it's great. I mean, people are always pleasantly surprised when they get up yeah. there. They're usually uh, excited and maybe a little uh, antsy about getting in, you know, a powered hang glider when they first see it. It's yeah. a cockpit. It's uh, It looks like a little engine, but it's an 80 horsepower engine on the back of it. You know, you're just seated there, strapped in. So they have a little, uh, you know, they're curious what it's going to be like themselves. But once we take off, right on takeoff, as soon as you get airborne, you know, I'm, I'm having to turn down the volume of my headset because I hear the hoots and hollers from everyone. <laughs> and as soon as you get up and above the water and you see all those different colored blues and the turquoise colors and how clear it is, yeah. uh, they're just uh, sometimes speechless probably isn't the right word, but I hear wow, like over and over and over and over. Yeah. Just about every do, flight. Do you find yourself still being wow? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I do it every yeah. day and it's just, uh, it never gets old. It's beautiful. So you'll go up solo and just, oh, yeah, for sure. Take it in. And, and like when someone goes up, it's one person, two people can go up with you or what's uh, one person? In, one person okay. Yeah. By definition, that's one of the things yeah. that sort of define what a light sport aircraft is, which is the category okay. they fall in. So they can only carry two people maximum. So me being the flight instructor, one, the customer yeah. student is the second person. So when you go up there, is there like a, a flight path? If someone who is up there experiencing it, like, hey, I want to go over there. I want to go over there. You're like, no, we have to stick to this route. Is is that part of it? Or can you, can you just go explore? Yeah, that's the beauty of the, these little light sport aircraft, especially the powered hang gliders. I can, uh, yeah. I can go wherever I want. Now, there are some you know federal regulations, obviously, you have to adhere to. If you're yeah. open water or non-populated area in this particular aircraft, you can be as low as you want to be, you know, with regard to mm. regulations. But once you get over a populated area, then you, like other aircraft, you have to be at least a thousand feet above the tallest object. If someone's coming for the first time, like if I come over to the big line, hey, Brandon, uh, I want to I go up there with you, man. And how would you best coach me and prepare me for for that experience? Is there like a like a pre meeting and a pre kind of huddle and like, Hey, don't do this, do that. Well, there's not, you know, not communicated before you get to the hangar, but yeah, you know, well, that's part of the flight lesson is once you get there okay. in 30 minutes or so, just going over some basic stuff on a, with a whiteboard right inside the hangar and then walking around, you know, the trike yeah. showing how to get in and out of it, talking about starting procedures, just 
simple stuff because it is a it's an introductory flight lesson. So actually, the, you know, the half hour, hour, whatever it is you choose to do can be logged in to, you know, one's logbook if they take it to fruition or, you know, start taking a lesson back on the mainland somewhere. They can use this introductory lesson as one of those yeah. hours. Okay. Okay. Tell me about a time when you maybe had the thought like, I don't know if this is going to work or am I... Am I really going to go through with this? Is this really what my passion is? Like, was there ever that tension of like just stepping forward and just doing it? And was there that tension of like just kind of pulling you back and like, no, I, I just, I should go back to what, you know, uh, in, engineering, right? Is that, that's kind of your past life? Exactly. Yeah. Many times yeah. that question has come up. I mean, it, yeah. like with any start of, with the start of any new business, you know, you have those questioning your decisions times. I guess. Yeah. Say. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's a slow process getting started, just getting word of mouth and knowing where to put your marketing money, just trying to figure out what it is the consumer wants. What keeps you, I'm just curious as, you know, I'm thinking about projects I'm working on and even this project, Hawaii's Best. What are some things that help keep you motivated, inspired on mission and, and vision? Well, probably the folks that come and, you know, fly with me. Okay. It just seems that it attracts a, a fun-loving group. You know, they're, they, they're what make make it so fun. I mean, going up and yeah. flying is beautiful and seeing it, like, like I said, I don't get tired of it, seeing it every day. But if I was doing it by myself, eh, I probably would, you know, after a while. But having someone yeah. behind you who's, you know, come to Hawaii, which is a special trip in and of itself, yeah, you know, once in a lifetime trip for lots of folks. So when they tell you it's the most fun thing they've done, you know, on their big special Hawaii trip, it just uh, yeah. makes you feel good, rewarding in that sense. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really anything we kind of hang our purpose on or what we do in our work. We're all kind of created to work, I think, innately. And when we can find that passion and what we love, and where we can bring value to other people, man, that that intersection right there, that is like that's gold. Exactly. And it feels it feels like you're you're in that right now. For sure. Yeah, that describes it to a T. I mean, I, I love the engineering work that I did. Found it very interesting, and it provided a you know very good life for me in, in the past. More than likely, it's one of those things you could go back to. You know, if the if the yeah. knows. But it it wasn't fun in this sense at all. <laughs> I would, I would say. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's something I look forward to every day is when I have flights and you know the people I just feed off of them. So when they're excited, I'm excited. Right, Brandon. If someone's coming to the islands for the first time, you kind of already spoke about that. You know, helping create someone's memorable experience to the Big Island, but maybe Hawaii, just in general, doesn't matter what island. In your opinion, what is something that if someone is coming to the islands for the first time, maybe a solo traveler or with their family? What advice would you give them coming to Hawaii? Um, the advice that I probably wish I had been given the first time I came out here about 10 years ago was don't stay at the resort. You know, <laughs> I went and stayed at a, you know, the nice Hilton resort up on the Waikoloa area and they've got just about everything you need, a little snorkel area. They have dolphins, they have restaurants, there's beautiful beach. And I had young kids, so it was, it was good in that way. So we didn't yeah. really have to look for a whole lot. And I remember coming home and telling everyone, oh, you know, Hawaii's great. It's beautiful. Like everybody says it is. But now having lived here for a few years, it's like, man, I didn't even see any of Hawaii. 
you know, I just saw Hilton. <laughs> It'd be a good thing as well. Yeah. Well, what is that like for you? I mean, having, you know, lived on the mainland and on Hawaii for a few years, what are some of those unexpected things that you didn't see from the Hilton that you're now living? Oh, just all the uh, nature stuff. You know, there's okay. so much shoreline to explore here. There's uh, hikes to go on, the volcanoes, of course, just the other little restaurants that are more local, I guess you'd say, that not just, uh, you know, ordering what's on one of the two or three restaurants in the hotel. Yeah, yeah. So just the total experience, the people. I mean, obviously the people that, that, I should have said that first, but you know, there everyone around here seems to really live that aloha spirit. You know, it seems like a cliche, but it's not. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? Because that's one of the things I'm I'm trying to unpack in in this journey in Hawaii's best is that aloha spirit I'm finding is still very much alive and well. And but to you, it, it seems like it's a personal kind of have our own experience with that. But for you, what does that aloha spirit mean? Well, when you first get here, I guess you're just automatically taken in by the the sights, you know, the sights and the sounds and the smells, everything you just, your environment. But then whenever you start interacting with the folks and, you know, everyone has a different story that brought them, brought them here either to live or on vacation or, or having been born and raised here, just seems like there's more smiles, you know, smiles are abundant, you know, a helpful attitude. It's very hard to articulate, I guess you'd say. It's uh, you just got to experience. Definitely it. a positive thing, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, Brandon, what does the future look like for you and Kona Coast by Air? That's looking. The future's looking bright. I'm glad to see. Okay. So you were asking about yeah. if I ever had those thoughts about uh, maybe returning to engineering or something. Right. Yeah. So starting a business, just uh, trying to get up and flying, letting letting people see that you know I'm here for a long time. It was like, oh, there's that crazy guy flying that powered hang glider. You know, they didn't even know it was a a business that they could look into or a flight school yeah. where they could actually get lessons. I think I'm just getting to the point. I don't want to jinx myself, but it's definitely been super busy the last you know few months. And I think it's just name recognition and you know the reviews on TripAdvisor, that sort of thing. Getting to you know having met folks like you and uh, the social media world definitely plays a big part in it. So it's uh, I'm staying busy. And I, Good. I hate to mark off these few days, but you know you, you have to. There's certain things that the federal regulations require you to do that you you got to. Yeah. So what what is life? I'm curious now. You mentioned that. Like, what is what does this week look like for you if you're not able to get up in the air? Like, how do you survive? Ah, uh, yeah, good. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just get my fix by being a little lower and like maybe actually having my feet on the sand and walking in the water for an hour or two a day. Yeah. But uh, you know, when we finish up here, I'll head down to the hangar. I've uh, you know I've just got my steps and process that I go through this this time. Sure. What what's the community like where you have your hangar? What's that? community like with with other pilots yeah it's, it's, it can be close-knit i mean uh yeah, yeah okay guys you know there'll be a handful of folks you see on a daily basis you know so you're uh you know you're talking story and you learn about their families sharing experiences that you have with them and it becomes like a like a little family down there well hey brandon thank you again so much for your time and where can people who are listening to this find more about you and where can they go to uh, connect with you? Sure. Yeah, the website is KonaCoastByAir.com. The telephone number is 808-646-0231. I would always suggest folks call to, uh, you know, 
inquire about specials that may be going on and get, get a better rate by calling. Okay. And you can always find some cool clips, pictures, and vids on uh, Instagram at Kona Coast by Air. I want to encourage you guys, go give them a follow. Um, some of the, you can kind of see the behind the scenes of what Kona Coast by Air is all about and some just kind of cool wild shots with Brandon and, and uh, some of his uh, clients. It's such a good, good time. And that's kind of how you and I connected, Brandon, was over Instagram. And just seeing some of those images and like, man, I want to, I want to do that. I haven't done that before. Right. So yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, Hey, again, thank you so much, Brandon. And, um, sorry, you're grounded, uh, this thank week, you, you. but Hey, you gotta, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Right. And I uh, just want to say thank you again for joining us today on Hawaii's best. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. I want to thank Brandon for coming on today and to learn more about Kona Coast by Air, go to KonaCoastByAir.com. That'll get you what you need. And I hope this conversation with Brandon inspired you. Whatever that passion is for you, get after it. Go do it. Because I firmly believe that you were created to create. And whatever that is inside of you wanting to get out, just go do it. So... Again, much aloha, and until next time, be well. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Podcast. To stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at hawaiis.best.